Hi, I'm Caleb Stokes, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. So, like, Aaron, like, sits back, he's, like, taking a, a sip of his coffee, and his eyes all of a sudden get real big, and he slams the cup on the table, and he's like, do you, do you, you, you said they have, like, like, a shit ton of information. Do you think somebody from the organization is fucking started the cult, or is working for the cult? Like, how would they get all that stuff? Did, did somebody, did somebody leave here and go there? Fuck, is everybody accounted for? Like, he starts freaking out. Okay, well, calm down. But I just said, like, you said it's fucking, like... the. Fortunately not. The cult, unfortunately, was operating before the introduction of our organization. Our organization was formed as a counter-operation to their (laughs) activities. All right, all right, right. cool, cool. As a matter of fact, the only reason we're able to sustain a hidden presence without watchful eyes is due to an exceptionally lucky capture of a very high-ranking member of the cult who had intimate knowledge of rituals and I'd like to call them something other than rituals, protocols, as in they were more scientific than astral or magical, I suppose, that allowed us to create this safe haven. So the short answer is no, no one from this organization started the cult. However, that wouldn't mean that anyone in this organization is not currently involved with the cult. We try to screen members as well as possible and maintain as many safeguards as possible. However, it's not unheard of to have molds, of course. No, it's not us. I think he holds up his hands. He's like, I never thought you were. I, you seem not just on the up and up, but quite capable uh, beyond that of most people, even without the knowledge up front. You seem to have believed well prior to having direct evidence. That's a good sign. He's a shrugs. You also haven't uh, tried to... Uh, find any supernatural sources of power or such to increase your danger or the amount of power you have or your offensive abilities. So also a good sign in three missions, you haven't tried to create some sort of demon sword or uh, I don't know, light a lunar amulet who can, you know, disintegrate a person's soul of course, those things don't exist, I, but if they did, certainly don't try to get them. Uh, but you haven't looked for that. You're focused on the mission. That's the best sign of all. He looks at Randy. He's like, are you telling me? And he looks back at Edward. We could make that like fucking dagger from Evil Dead that, with the fucking the skull and shit. Like, is that what you're saying? We could do that? That's a thing? 
I am not saying that. Uh, oh, I am. But definitely. you're not not saying that. I am not saying that. All right, all right. Just because it never crossed my mind to like make a thing, but then you're like, you didn't make the thing. You're like, fuck, man, you can make the thing. You're like, I'm not saying there are mystical daggers of power. I'm also saying there's not many, many other mystical objects of power. <laughs> so please try not to be distracted by that concept. It's not what you should be worrying about. He lean, he like he leans across the table and he's like, you, you've got top men working on it, right? Top men. And he like looks at Randy's like shaking his head, like, yeah. There are men working on it, sure. Well, let's just say it, well, because it doesn't exist, no one's working on it. How about that? Let's say that. Uh it doesn't Indiana exist. Jones, man. It's a fucking it's a reference, a movie reference. Wait, what? Who's what I now? Forget, forget it. This is fine, it's fine. We we won't make any like weird daggers and shit. We promise. Please, if you're going to, at least give me a heads up. And it, like, so he kind of like slowly turns at Randy, like mm. <laughs> all <laughs> he's right. all over the place. Well, gentlemen, is there anything else you need for me before you head out? Uh, kind of like scratches his, his face. He's like, Randy, that that guy to beat your ass, and he kind of like half turns to look at Jack, and he's like, mm. uh, the guy outside of work, right? Like, did he have a tattoo or some shit on his arm? Yeah, you did. And I, I thought we found that out, but I can't remember. So the, the bodies or whatever that you you know that you looked at other cult members and stuff, do they all have the tattoo? Yes. In some area or another, typically the wrist, but in other cases shoulder, back. Do, uh, do we know is it like a uh, like a like a like a, like an amulet or whatever? What what the hell did it look like, Randy? What was what did it look like? I don't remember. I don't either. Because <laughs> it was a long time ago. I know, that's why I threw and, it at you. And I'm all blurry because I got beat up. Look, uh, it's a symbol of chaos, I guess, would perhaps be the best word for it. Uh, the idea, it connotes the idea of ascension to a higher plane through the bringing of chaos into this and uh, complete um, yeah wasn't it like a spiral or some shit I thought, I thought the symbol was like a spiral or something I actually don't remember now either I, I, think, so. That was long ago. I think so um uh, the, the concept, though, is that through chaos and entropy, we can free the universe and our souls from the trappings of these bodies and from the toil of our natural existence. Of course, that's absurd. Oh, clearly. You, you would not wish to bring about the entities. Or scenarios in which this cult believes will bring them to a higher plane. It will simply destroy them and potentially worse. However, that's not what they believe. We believe the opposite. We must maintain order. We must maintain uh, watchful 
vigilance against chaos, against entropy, against beings and powers who are ambivalent to our situation. So this hotel, is this a convention or something, or is it just for to stay in there like normal people? Uh, you'll be staying as normal people? It's not a convention. I Well, I suppose it is in some regards. The cultists certainly may have multiple people there, which I guess you could say was a convention. But uh, I don't think they advertise it. Okay. All right, so we just, like, mingle and shit and, like, walk around and just, like, talk to people? I'm confused. I feel like you probably had an idea of you. There's cultists operating at the hotel. Your your goal is to suss it, suss out who that may be. Yes, I would say talk to people. Right. You know, just like thing. Maybe we were on a higher level. Like maybe we were up here, but I feel like we've gone back down here. Where I have to tell you, like, yes, talk to people and find out who's suspicious and what might even be their goal there. Hey, come on guys. Can you help me out just a little bit? No, no, this is fine. Oh, shit. I have one more question. I always wanted to know this. Is area 51 like a real thing? Is there fucking, did, it, did a UFO crash? No. It, it did it, Like he cocks and looks at him like, come on. It did. Uh, area 51 is a bunch of bullshit. We, we killed that alien and fucking brought it back. We know there's aliens. I seen it. We killed it. Wait, what? How did you see an alien? When, when did you see an alien but that we when killed? We were in Philadelphia. The thing with the fucking space drugs and shit with the big fucking head. And you're like, I don't know. I need more proof. Oh, uh, yeah. We well, that, that was an alien. But that didn't come from Area 51. That came from an outer planes portal. Don't. We, you don't want to know about it. It's. Oh, it's a whole thing. Trust me, I, you don't want even you don't even want to have the clearance to know what an outer planes portal is. Trust me, but I'll tell you this: a UFO did not crash. It was a weather balloon. Well, don't tell me it was a weather balloon. Look, do you really want to? Can you keep your mouth shut? Look, can you owe me? Or I'll get. I'll tell you if you owe me a favor of just figuring this thing out with the cult and not causing a scene. Yeah, yeah. So he like he, he like leans up on the table like yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks. He's like Randy. Look, I don't care. Look, I don't care if you. Look, I'm not. It's not about telling people they won't believe you anyway. But uh, my question was, you know, can you do this mission and not, you know, I don't know, burn down the hotel? Don't, don't. Uh, I don't know. Don't the shining this. Like, don't blow up the boiler or whatever. Okay, well, we gotta set some parameters then, because you don't. You told us to <laughs> accost this guy in any way possible, but now you're telling us not to burn uh, well, the hotel. Capture the man or woman, not explode them in the hotel without any knowledge of what they're doing. We need to know what they want from oh, there. Believe me, I want to know what the fuck they want. All right. Well, then Area 51 was technically a crash from a Soviet infiltration spy plane. And uh, those aliens you saw were technically genetically engineered Soviet soldiers that were meant to be able to withstand high G forces and uh, exponential uh, stresses of a craft engineered to make exceptionally tight, high-degree turns. 
Is that exciting? That's not exciting, right? But that's what happened. It's no, that's up. definitely not exciting. <laughs> but but they genetically engineered like guys fucking. Uh, all right, all right. I guess it doesn't matter. I look, just, I don't know why they look the way they do. I just know they did. They were technically human. <laughs> all right. Okay. Cool. cool. In some Thank ways, you. I'm just saying, if you put them in a centrifuge, you'd have to spin them pretty fast to kill them. Unlike you or I, it would not take much RPMs to kill us in any normal centrifuge. Or at least make us pass out. However, they were, wow, we spun them up. (laughs) (laughs) He gets like a thousand yards there. Yeah. He's like, we really spun them Alright, yeah, so so he just you know, Aaron Aaron is placated. Like there's probably a thousand other questions because he watches like a lot of discovery and history, but he's like, all right, we're you know, we're we'll we'll get it. We'll you know, we'll figure it out. We always do, right? Well, it seems so. That's why I'm putting so much faith in you boys. This one is particularly critical. We have to stop this cult. And we really, if possible, need you to help identify Who's involved? Uh, who's up the chain? Hey, if the guy, so do you know that the guy that beat the shit out of Randy, is he here or is he there? Do you have any idea? Because like, if he's there, can we beat the fuck out of him? Like Randy claimed it already. Like, like the dude on The Walking Dead claimed claimed everything. Randy claimed them already. Uh, we don't believe he's there. That's why Randy's able to go without tipping them off. However, okay, I'll give you this one. If you can find out what cell he works for for the cult and you want to find him and let Randy kick his ass, who am I to say no? Yeah, yeah. Like he shakes his fist. It's like, yeah, fucking kick that guy's ass. I don't mind if you kick cult members' asses. They're terrible, terrible people. So, yes, of course. Identify as many of the cells as possible. Obviously, whoever this cell is is quite powerful. And has plenty of resources. So, you find out who's pulling the strings for this few agents working at the hotel? Well, not, well, working, how do I say? At what? Not at the hotel. They could be guests. Anyway, uh, you find these members, find out who they're working for. From there, hopefully we can track down even more cells. Then if you want to kick as many people's asses as you want, then by God, Uncle Sam says have at it. All right, sweet. We'll kick the shit out of that guy, Randy. You're you're muted. It's about time. (laughs) I have a feeling there's going to be two different sessions. One where it's you showing up to the guy's house and just beating the shit out of him (laughs) as he walks out his door. And then the other one is just you naming things that you like supernatural crypto zoological creatures of real or not real with Edward. <laughs> I'm just like Chupacabra, Bigfoot, Nessie. And he's just like real, not real, not real, real. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm down for that episode. <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen. At some point. Oh shit! Well, well. All right. Uh, so I mean, well, you have like tickets already and shit. Like, are we ready to go? Like, what's what's the plan? Yeah, he like 
he hands out. He slides across tickets for tomorrow. Uh, they fly out at 9 a.m. You'll get there in a few hours. You'll have transportation picking you up at the airport. You will uh, be taken to the hotel. You will be given uh, essentially like whatever visa black cards or whatever. The like no limit. You can charge whatever um, within. Re- well, technically they can charge anything, but if you are like, I bought a Lambo for no reason. <laughs> They yeah. might not, they might not reimburse it, <laughs> um, but you have them because you need to look. And they have provided. Um, oh, he does instruct you that you'll need to go to it. Uh, we don't have to like role play it, but there is a tailor that will custom make suits, tuxedos, whatever fancy as fuck clothing you want. They do have available. Um, and we'll provide as much clothing as you want slash need. Um, obviously leisure clothing. If you want to take your own stuff to some degree, that's fine, but they will also, yes, like manufacture, like fabricate whatever you need as far as, uh, clothing in order to assume your roles. Hmm. So that's probably like the rest of the day here then is being like fitted. Yeah. Yeah, getting shoes and all that kind of shit. Yeah, you get fitted, and then it's like you have a you know a pretty woman montage of like walking out in different patterns and like being like, mm-mm, mm-mm. we're like, mm-mm. <laughs> um, yeah, shirts, ties, tuxes, shoes, you know, like even like casual like custom shorts, custom you know, casual clothes, anything you want, they will make sure it's ready by tomorrow uh, and packed for you. Okay. Randy, Randy wants the white James Bond suit from all the movies and stuff like that. Wants the watch to go with it. Done. The only thing you can't get is weapons because it's very difficult. You, If you want weapons, you'd have to get them there on your own because they can't fly weapons in your carry-on. <laughs> yeah, so. um, but everything else is arranged. So whatever you want, I'm going to say right now, you can pick as far as clothing or like hygiene products from now until the end of this adventure, you can say you have it. So if you want a tuxedo, if you want a suit that's this, if you want a fucking fedora that's this or a bowler hat. All of that, you can essentially, you don't have to do preparedness. Any clothing that is fancy at all, <clears throat> you can basically claim. I think Aaron would go fedora. Like that fucking gray suit, like 50s noir shit. Like he's going to work that whole thing. Yeah. So yeah, you can get, and it's like everything custom tailored. So it looks like Obviously, you paid a lot of money to Cousin Taylor this shit. So, nice. What's Jack's aesthetic? I'm going to get some leather pants and like some capes and kind of go like, uh, (laughs) kind of like neo, like neo steampunk metal, but like sophisticated. Wow. Okay. I love it. This is great. This is so good. See, I'm going to have like a monocle. 
So you have James Bond, an, a, like a 50s noir, really classy guy, and fucking steampunk metal goth, which is so, like, rock star. So is, is, that, okay that, is that your thing? Like, you're like an up-and-coming, like, fucking new, like, new wave music, like, it's, it's so hot nobody's even heard it yet? No, my name is, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a professor. Uh, my name is Professor uh, uh, Jacques Randall. And uh, I simply <laughs> have a very good taste in clothes. I love that. I love a prof- like an eccentric professor character. This is so good already. I love it. I'm going to do a lot of black and white suits myself, too, besides the James Bond outfit. Okay. Uh, what is... Okay, I should probably note this so I can tell... Yep, start you writing stuff down. Um, so... <laughs> you take notes, fucker. <laughs> yeah, so there's... Jacques Randall. <laughs> and that is... Uh, professor of what? I'm a professor of um, uh, neo-phenomenology, which okay. I'm just making up. Yep, I love the fact that that's not even a thing. <laughs> no one knows what it is. No one can research it. And, um, uh, it. and, I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm at multiple universities. Um, I, um, I'm essentially a freelance professor. Ooh, okay. And uh, okay. I think that's uh, that's good for you. I think I'm good on that. Uh, what is uh, Aaron's kind of what? What's your Charles Dashel? Okay. Uh, I I don't know. Like I was thinking, just like because he sort of has like a middle management position theoretically at the organization, like at the regular job okay so maybe some kind of like i guess he could be mid man you know maybe like executive level manager kind of guy because he could sort of speak the lingo and shit so like if he had to talk about you know you know any of that kind of stuff that i don't know about (laughs) sure you'd be able to have that conversation okay uh at what type of company We're shipping, I get I maybe shipping, like shipping magnet kind of guy, right? So he works for some like heavy sure. duty shipping company, but it wouldn't be the, the company's name, right? Because there's too close of an association. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to note or that's fine by me? Yeah, that's, that's the only thing I can think of at the moment. Randy. Uh Randy's uh alter ego, his name is gonna be Case Pendleton. And he's gonna be uh, nice. He's gonna be part owner of Pendleton, Pendleton, and Roth. Defense. He's a defense lawyer. Ooh. Okay. And he and he even made up a nice dummy site because he's so good with. Doing <laughs> that, so. I love it. I love it. So if they try to research it, that they'll they have a lot of re- a lot of background on it. I love it. Okay. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Anything else anyone wants to add before we uh, we take your uh, adventure kick off? No, let's do this. All right, you guys fly out uh, again. Whatever clothes you want. 
happens as you go. Uh, you fly over, you land at the airport. As you uh, come out, there is uh, a sign that has all three of your names. Um, last names of the assumed names. So there's a Randall Dashell Pendleton uh, sign with, uh, you know, a, a rather, um, I guess I would, I would say he's sort of a, a Nick uh, Frost style looking British guy, kind of a slightly ill-fitting uh, suit. But um, overall, uh, you know, jolly-looking guy who's kind of holding the sign is like. So Aaron just kind of like you know throws his chin up and he goes like, "We're uh, there's a ride." And uh, and I guess I guess we go over. Ah, uh, is this is this my uh, is this my people? Uh, Pen- what is it, Pendleton? Uh, he like looks at the sign. Uh, Randall Dashell Pendleton, the three of you, one of you, all of you, what? Ever it is. That's us. That's us. That's us. Yeah. Great. Fantastic to meet you. Wyatt, uh, Perry, I'm here to uh, get you wherever you need to go. Uh, just if you have any questions locally, quite knowledgeable, know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. And uh, you've got a lot of luggage. Oof. Do uh, you mind giving me a hand with that? you mind giving me a hand? Putting the luggage. Anybody? Nobody? All right. Well, I'll get it. <laughs> it kind of like starts lugging it in and just like slamming. Slamming it in. Uh, if nobody helps, he takes his time. He slams it all in. He is sweating. He is like, Ugh. oof. Um, he's like, all right, everybody ready to go? And, uh, Jack, Jack takes out a hundred dollar bills, like a tip and gives him a hundred. Uh, he, he takes it out and he's like, oh, well, thank you very much, sir. It's, uh, not necessary. I'll take it though. Uh, and he goes in and opens your car doors to let you in. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron, you know, he just gets in, flops down, takes his hat off. Yeah, Randy does the same. He doesn't talk or look at him. Okay. And uh, Jack gets in and he's kind of starts to assume his character traits a little bit and he starts kind of humming to himself in sort of a uh, disassociative sort of a way. Okay. Uh, so you start humming. As you, he takes off, he like kind of like, like flooring it, um, driving kind of like wild. He's like, well, I don't know if you know, I didn't know. Uh, uh, who who tells you what you're doing? Edward? You work with Edward? Aaron, like, stiffens up a little bit. No? Uh, yeah. we supposed to, was, this, was this guy our contact? I don't remember. I don't think we were told. We actually weren't, yeah. We know we were or no? You were not told, yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, when well, they said uh, someone would be waiting for you, but you weren't necessarily said if that's it wasn't specific whether that's a yeah. contact. So uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that Randy was sitting up front with sure. him. Yep. And he turns his head to him, turns his head to him, and goes, "Now what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? I'm talking about Edward. Your comms. Your 
Who's Edward? Uh, a member of the agency, one of the directors. Who are you? My name's Wyatt. I'm an agent as well, just like you. Uh, well, maybe not just like you, because I don't get to say this fancy hotel like you guys are. But uh, I'm your contact here. I've got as many legs on the ground as I can get. My job is to get you safely to the hotel and provide any information you might need on the way. Local information, any insights into things you may or may not need. And at the same time, I'll be your contact if you need a quick extraction outside of your mission's preferred method of uh, success, the phone, of course. You can call the phone number, of course, for an extraction if necessary. But uh, if I were you, I would just call my number. He hands you a cell phone that has the number programmed into it. All right, so Aaron, Aaron visibly like becomes less tense. Like clearly, this guy knows everything that we know. So he's like, "Yes, uh, Ed, Edward is indeed our contact. Uh, we were not informed that uh, an agent would be picking us up. Not always forthcoming, is he? He he just he laughs and he like looks at Randy." Yeah, he plays his cards close to his chest, I get it, but uh, I don't. I like to keep things on the straight and narrow, so anything you want to know, I'm happy to let you know. But all I know is what your mission is, what you're supposed to do, and what I'm supposed to do. And I'm getting you there safely. I'm your contact if you need anything else. And in the meantime, uh, anything you want to know, I'm happy to show you a good time. Uh, unfortunately, I will at some point need to move on to another mission. I'm also a member of the agency, European branch, of course. And uh, yeah, if you need anything, I can I can certainly help out, but... Uh, so what's our mission? Well, is this some sort of test or... No, I just wondering if you knew, because you said you know what's going on. So what's... As far as I know, the... I don't really have a name for it, but the cult uh, uh, that has been causing trouble throughout, if you will, has been planting or uh, investigating the hotel. Uh, quite an interesting history there, but uh, something interesting is going on, and I believe your job is to find out who's at the reins there. So and of course, collect them. So if you're an agent, why why are why aren't you doing it? Because you know a lot about what's going on here. Why are we doing this? Well, I was told what's going on here, sir. Well, I'm just one man. You're a team, and from what I've heard, has done well. I uh, quite extraordinary things. Okay, so what have we done? As far as I know, you've captured a number of entities. Now I am not privy to this specifics of those entities, but I know that at least in one case, from what I've heard from federal agents, you've captured an entity, well, I don't know, alive? Is that the best word? Whatever. Alive? That's unheard of. Uh, it's kind of legendary over here. No one's, I mean, it, it was a, Euro, it's the Clutie, right? It's uh European. It's a European. I mean, it's a Scottish, Scottish legend, and you've caught one. You've frozen one in a truck. Ah, brilliant! 
brilliant. Aaron just kind of gets like a happy look on his face, like, yeah, we did that. <laughs> look, the others I don't know, but that to me is, I mean, I'm humbled. I would never expect to take on such a mission as this, uh, even just the luxury you'll be in for however many weeks you'll need is beyond my pay grade. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, you fucking, you, you know, I, that, that was, that was a rough mission. We, we got it, but you know, like fucking claws shit. Like, can I ask you a question? I have a question. All right. Did you really kill one of those fucking claw bird metal eye bitches without even being a member of the agency? You just did it like on your own. You just did it. You just fucking killed the thing. Well, is that true? That's the rumor. The rumor is an American team fucking killed one of those things and had no experience, no knowledge whatsoever. They just fucking killed it. Well, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. That's 100% true. But see, it all yeah. started because Randy's friend at work like disappeared. And then he was like, hey, my fucking friend disappeared. And then we started to look at it. And it was like a whole big fucking thing. And then like we found there was like a monster and shit. And, like, you ever hear the ghost facers? Because that's us. Like, that's our, that's our shit. You ever see that on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, monster yeah. Hunters. I mean, I saw the video. Uh, first of all, yeah, it's called a sisterite, and you fucking killed a sisterite. You just didn't even know. You just fucking found it and fucking killed it. Like, I've seen the video, and granted, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's something in the classified files, but I'm impressed, I have to say. You guys, I am fans. I've watched the videos. I knew you were the ghost faces, but I didn't want to lead on too much until we were in the car. You never know who's listening. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, you guys, you kind of got a reputation. If if you don't know in the organization, he like he slaps Jack because he's in the back of him. He's like fucking reputation. They know who we are. Jack, Jack starts projecting, starts thinking really strongly in his mind, almost to. Jack is suspicious that this guy is reading their minds in some way, so he starts projecting in his head um, some of the effect of you know. You, you know, your mother's a piece of shit whore or something like that. Just some, something really horrible just to see if this guy picks up uh, and does anything. Okay. Uh, he's like, yeah, we all fought. It is a bunch of American bullshit. Like, oh, look at us. We have got the big balls. We're America. We're bullshit. Uh, we hear that shit all the time. But you had a video that was great. Ah, oh, fucking ghost faces. I'm driving the ghost faces to the next mission. Although you're not the ghost faces, right? Like I've heard you can't be the ghost faces here, right? Yeah, you know no, you're no. going to get killed if you say that, right? Right, right. Well, but maybe. Yeah, Randy, maybe not. You guys are like superheroes or some bullshit. I don't know. We're supernatural but. heroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no! Don't say that. Trademark, trademark that shit. Copyright, trademark. Take it. Put it in a. Put it in your next Ghostfaces video. We're super natural heroes. That's oh, I love it. We have to clear that with Edward, right? Because he brought it up. I wonder if we could fucking use that. I mean, we're ghost hunters, but like maybe we could. Uh, whatever. I mean, are you ghost hunters or are you ghost faces? Ghost face. Ghost face. Well, yeah, because. The thing was cool, you know, like... It, yeah, it looks cool. I like it. I thought it was great. I, I, granted, I would 
look, I'd lie and say you inspired me to be in this job, but not really. I was a whole thing scared the piss out of me. I ended up freaking out and the agency recruited me, but I am inspired by you. So there's that. It's a real honor, by the way. So anything I can do, anything I can do to help you out, let me know. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of time, probably about an hour to get to the hotel. Uh, and then you're going to live it up in lap of luxury until you find out whoever's trying to do this crazy cult bullshit. Have you, so have you like, so what have you been doing? Like, have you captured anything? Like, like what's your, what's your angle? Like you're not just driving people around, right? Uh, no, I mean, mostly I'm, uh, local intelligence. Uh, I would say, uh, I infiltrate the local populace find out who's doing what, who's doing what, where. I kind of blend in. I'm a, I'm a sociable chum. Go in there and find out who's doing what. And then so, yeah, I, uh, I go in and say, hey, what's going on? And maybe sometimes I may or may not have a little fun with the ladies and get their lips looser. In more ways than one. But anywho, uh, yeah, so I'm more intelligence gathering, you know, eyes and ears on the ground. Not really a doer per se yet. That's, I'm hoping to do that, but so far, haven't had a chance. Well, so, so what can you tell us about what's going on, like, right now? Like, about the hotel, like, like have, have you spied anybody like suspicious? Do, do you know like who any of the players are? Like, do you have anything you could give us? Uh, well, there's nothing as well as far as dubious players. I don't, I don't have much to tell you. Uh, the uh, owner and general manager Friedrich Schilling. That's he's in charge of the whole thing. I'm sure he'll meet you. He talks to every guest. Um. There's a few other workers there, uh, quite a few fairly rich, you know, hoity-toity types. And, uh, yeah, that's nothing else that I know, really, that's, unfortunately, I don't know who might be operating. Uh, guests come in and out all the time. It's quite a popular place. Uh, so that's all I know, really. Uh, Friedrich... Obviously knows a lot about the hotel, and uh, he's the one that you might obviously want to dig in with as far as some of the history. His family's owned it since, well, since it was built. So he'd probably be the best to know any any history there. Uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, some people say it's haunted. Some people say, uh, you know, witches were uh, I don't know. Uh, co cavorting, whatever, cavorting with demons and the devil and Satan himself and all that, and then satanic cults and all that. But uh, I don't know. I think it's just because people have too good of a time. I don't think the church liked it. Well, do you, do you think Schilling's uh, on the up and up? Uh, you know, if, if cults have been using this place for a long time, do you think maybe the family's in on it? Do you have any... Can't say. I don't know. Uh, he's pretty protective, certainly. Uh, mm. I wouldn't know if he's been involved or not. Uh, who knows? Uh, his family certainly could have. It's uh, 
not a leap of logic to think that he uh, definitely, I mean, maybe they've definitely been in charge the whole time, but at the same time, he seems fairly cordial. Well, they always have that veneer of, of, you know, culture and respect, you know, cultists, Uh, you know, they're cultists. Yeah. You never know. I don't know. Uh, Of course. But, uh, I would certainly start with him if you want to know anything about the, uh, I don't know. I've heard there's some interesting architecture uh, around the hotel itself. Who knows? Uh, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. I haven't really investigated. It's not really my uh, cup of tea, if you will. But uh, I've heard that something about it seems... I don't know. Have you ever seen that? Uh, you ever seen Ghost Ghostbusters? Ghost? Of course. But, all right. Well, like you know, the buildings like uh, I don't know, like an antenna for ghosts or whatever. That's like I've heard. Like the hotel has some sort of symbology or or something that it's kind of a magnet for 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 energy of some sort. But who knows? I don't know if that's true or not. Hmm. All right, well, that's interesting. I would have never thought that uh, ghost Ghostbusters would be uh, appropriate to the to the job, but I mean, it gives us an, an avenue to look at. Uh, are there any like local hangouts where maybe some of these more undesirable cult type people may be hanging out somewhere in close proximity? Because you know, you you could dress up a pig, and you know, it's still a pig. I mean, not all these guys are gonna are gonna fit in over here. Uh, well, the town's about half hour away from the hotel itself, so it'd take about a half hour drive. I could take you certainly if you wanna ever go down. Happy to happy to drive you. Uh, but yeah, it's about it's it's a good ways out. Uh, the hotel kind of likes to keep its occupants, you know, restricted from the common folk. It's kind of how it always was. And I guess how it'll always be, if you know what I mean. I'm not getting that anything unless. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Whatever it is you want. What do you need? I was just going to say, not more through them. Not going to be the same. It won't well, always be that. Uh... Well, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that's, I'd say, town, best chance of finding people who aren't quite as upscale as the hotel. All right. Well, I mean, we've got a work cut out for us. It's a a big organization from what we hear, and we don't know who any of the players are, so we'll be doing a lot of legwork. I don't envy you, but I also kind of envy you because that hotel is going to be fantastic. I've heard its pool is second to none in all of Switzerland. I mean, come on. I heard you could swim for days in it. We we may put that to the test. Since we're in the car, I'm just throwing this out there, guys. Since we're in the car right now and nobody's seen us yet at the hotel, possibly should we consider uh, seeing if we can take care of some of Randy's unfinished business first? Yeah, I mean, Ed, Edward said that he that he didn't think that guy was here. What? I thought he, I thought he said he might be. No, no. I, I think he's one of, like, the local cells that, like, by us, right? We got They're not sure exactly, like, so that you know the cults have cells and like all these different things. So like he's uh, he's like our local. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was under the impression that we could 
but we could we like in our findings and stuff like that we could come across it okay like 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 so that so that we would find him when we went back home or something yeah oh okay i misunderstood that okay so i take that back okay. I, it, never, it, never, it never happened i never said it. <laughs> all right john yes. get it out I th- i'm gonna leave it it was all in character i was like isn't that international the- sign for boogie all right. uh, no, this is the I know. Uh, proofreading for strike it. I <laughs> strike it. it Looks like you're striking a I'm pose. Gonna yell, I'm gonna striking off the record. Are you dabbing? Is that what you're doing? Is that a thing still? <laughs> <laughs> My kid does it 50 times a damn day. So yes, it does. Dabbing. All right. Yeah. All right. You don't. Um, you don't want it. So, what would you like? Is there anything else on the way on the trip? So uh, I think so. Like I, you know, I assume we make some small talk, and you know, so maybe you can get a chance to like jump in on this mission with us, and blah blah blah. We'll keep you in mind if we need a hand, like all that kind of stuff. But he would, Aaron would suggest to Randy, like maybe see what what you can find on uh, Shilling before we even get there. So we, so we're you know we're forearmed. Before we get there, like maybe there's some like weird thing that pops up, or at least maybe we know. I don't know. So we're not completely taken by surprise. Like whatever we can find yeah. out. Yeah, no, I'm cool about getting some background in him because obviously, obviously, if all this stuff is going around the hotel, obviously he knows something about it. So yeah, I just I get on my phone and start just trying to find out as much as I can about him. Okay. Um, as far as you can tell, he uh, inherited well. Uh, he was his dad. Obviously, ran and and managed the hotel uh, prior to him. He uh, took over a few years ago. Um, the The place was um, a little stuffy. It was it was kind of more uh, kind of old money style, fancy, which. It's fine, but kind of has had gone out of style. So the hotel wasn't doing great uh, when he inherited it. And then he sort of turned it into um, sort of a much more, uh, you know, modern. uh, It still has sort of people kind of uh, praise him for keeping kind of the classic charm. But um, there's like DJs that do like, you know, you know, de- like parties and uh, there's like dance parties. And now like a lot of the young rich elite also are going there, um, but not in a way that's like gaudy. So even some of the old customers are like still still showing up. So they've, it's kind of he's kind of like universally praised as like saving this uh you know this hotel from basically ruin um by kind of bringing it into the modern age um other than that uh he's you know he's married has uh kids that he's likely going to leave it to uh you know one of his children he lives at the hotel obviously in private quarters and then other than that you don't find anything. There's no real scandals or anything. Seems like he's on the up and up. Okay, so basically, Randall, uh, Randall, 
Um, Randy's just kind of looking through everything, and he's like, he's clean as far as I can tell. You know, on the on the outside, I'm sure that you know if there's something underneath that hasn't reared its ugly head, but I can't find anything on him right now. I mean, I guess that's good. That means you probably can dodge all this stuff uh, in secret. You know. Yeah, that's what if I'm is, thinking. If he is, uh, if he is, you know, doing these rituals, whatever it is that he's going to be doing, you know, that we're trying to find out, it just means he's good at hiding his, his tracks. Yeah. So you didn't know no lawsuits, no nothing, no weird ties, like a Freemason or anything like that. You didn't didn't turn up anything. No, nothing there. Um, Wyatt, is there any word on the street? Is there anything that just you know has kind of come up that people just like you know e- even even if it's something that's you know sounds like it's ridiculous that you know maybe some guy some drunk at a bar had said, is there anything out there about uh, about Schelling himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, not much. He's pretty clean. Uh, I will say the thing people think is pretty weird. Usually uh, his family has been pretty proud of its history, but he's definitely tried to uh, keep a little bit of a wrap on any of the, any of the scandals in the past. He tries to hand wave some of the, he likes to downplay any supernatural haunted. He doesn't, He's like, nope, that's not a thing. This this is just a fancy hotel. We're here to serve you. You can ski. You can enjoy the beautiful mountains. You can hike. You can, but uh, yeah, he seems a little. As far as I've heard, he's a little touchy about some of the supernatural goings on at his mm. place. So I almost wonder if it's something where his family has been caught up in this kind of stuff and he's trying to get away from it. And maybe there's going on around that he doesn't realize. Maybe he is technically clean and he does not know what's going on around him. Oh, it's possible. I don't know. He doesn't like it though. I'm I'm sure I probably wouldn't leave with that if I were you. Oh, I would love to leave with that. See, Oh my gosh. Have you dealt with any supernatural you know, phenomenon and stuff like that because we're supernatural heroes and we need to know this stuff. <laughs> no, of course I'm not going to say that. Jeez, well, no, I just mean maybe not leave with like, hey, I've heard you have a really haunted hotel or that they were like <laughs> witches or whatever doing, you know, secret rituals. I just thought yeah. like some people do leave with that and he did not like it. He wow. doesn't like it. Some people are really stupid because that's not a good idea. Well, some people are like, hey, we're the ghost faces. Not that you would ever do this. We're like, we're ghost faces and we're here to investigate ghosts. And he's like, piss off. <laughs> I really hope he says piss off. That sounds That's good. the first way to get your ass kicked out of that hotel. I'll say, don't do that. All right. Sounds don't good. do that. People- I heard this place is, there's not a lot going on. It's very nice. All right. Welcome. I've heard this place. Maybe Lee, with I've heard this place is really nice and has a great party scene and has fantastic rooms and a great pool. He'll love yes. you. All right. Maybe Lee with that. Sounds good. You you know it might be interesting though, guys. If if we like like you know because there's shit up here that's got to be haunted, right? So like, what if we what if we get like a half a dozen pamphlets or some shit about like haunted tours, and we just like fucking like we leave them out and we see who picks them up and then see what the reaction is, right? 
Cause it maybe like maybe it'll like maybe it'll tip something off. You know, we just like fucking throw one on a table, go stand in the corner, see who picks it up. I, I don't know, I'm just saying I'm I'm spitballing here. Ah, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. I think that would just that would ruin the whole mission, I think, right away. I, I think we want to steer clear of that. All right. All right. I think we might want to uh take a couple days and just get the way of the land. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And, then I think, and then I think we'll have more information about what to make and make a plan. Hey, we also gotta make sure these rooms aren't bugged. So we're not For gonna sure. be able to talk For we, sure. We can't we're not, we're we're gonna have to stay in character. Uh even amongst ourselves often maybe we should come up with some sort of code language or something right now uh we can we can pick up like a little whiteboard or some shit right we just have like whiteboards we just write shit down yeah they might have cameras everywhere <laughs> i think maybe um yeah i think we need some kind of secret like code language or something like you know like you were saying uh the word orange juice it really means you know like slaughter them or something like that you know Oh, that it would probably be good to work that out beforehand. We we don't want any mix up with slaughtering somebody. Yeah, exactly. Especially if we go out for breakfast. <laughs> you guys could always. Uh, I I think there's uh, what's it called? Uh, jet jet tubs. So why don't you just you guys could all get in naked so they make sure there's no bugs. <laughs> That's right. Oh. I'm just. just I like, I'm just. I'm just giving you the piss up. <laughs> Wyatt, do you know how to make a demon sword? Because uh, Edward said that you can make a demon sword, and I'm really interested in that now. That sounds ah, uh, what a demon sword? No, nah, nah, nah. can't make. I mean, I theoretically demon swords exist, but I can't make a demon. Have sword. you ever seen one? That sounds amazing. Of course not. I, as far. Well, I knew a guy. I knew a guy who said he saw. Oh my gosh! You gotta get you gotta get us his number. Well, here's the sad thing. I've heard it just looks like a sword. It just looks like a normal sword. Yeah, but it's a fucking demon sword. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, well, you can't see the demon. Come on. What was your name? Yes, you can. I can. I can see it just fine. Well, I'm just saying. I couldn't see. I well, I saw a picture of it. I couldn't see a demon. It just looked like a really shitty sword to me. I didn't. I don't know. It's just like a dumb, dumb sword. I don't know. Something you could have bought from any fucking tourist shop. I don't know. That's like, oh, look, I'm King Offer. Oh, it's, but there's a demon in it. Except there was a demon in it, at least as far as I was told. <laughs> well, shit, they, I, they have that shit locked up, right? Like, Well, I don't know what they did with it. I just saw the picture. I mean, it was a cell phone. It was a selfie with a demon sword, and I was like, that seems inappropriate, <laughs> but they did it anyway, and it circulated around. But they're still an agent, as far as I know. It's probably in a vault somewhere. Probably. He looks at Randy and goes, top men. <laughs> uh, we're having fun, guys. So are we at the hotel yet? Sure. He pulls up, and he's like... Well, at least I don't have to uh, take out all your luggage myself this time. So uh, you see like several bellboys, bellhops, whatever, coming out. They are opening the trunk, taking out trunks or luggage, whatever you're packing. Welcome to the La Hotel Grand. I hope you enjoy your stay. If you'll need anything, please uh, make your way inside and check in. 
uh, hopefully uh, your reservations will be ready and uh, we will help you into your room. Aaron just, uh, so he, he waits for him to open the door. He puts his hat on and then they say the thing and he like takes his hat off and he just walks. Okay. He doesn't say anything. Uh, Randy just basically just walks by cold. Pretty okay. much same. Pretty much same. Uh, <laughs> why it's like, uh, bye guys. Uh, nice <laughs> talking to you. I guess oh, was that him? I'll see. It. Well, he didn't say that. They said okay. that. Yeah, so yeah. Other people were getting the luggage, but then you just walk in. And he's like, "All right, uh, bye, guys. We'll see you later, I guess." And then he just gets in the car and is like, "They take the stuff out, and, and unless anyone says or doesn't, that he drives away." Well, I mean, right. we, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't be in our characters if we were like chatting with the help. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, in the car, like, as they were pulling up, Randy would have been, like, cool, or uh, Randy, Aaron would have been, like, cool, thanks for your help, we'll be in touch, blah, blah, but, like, yeah, when we pull up out front, and the, ee, and the car stops, like, yeah, it's it's done. Okay, okay, um, yeah, he's, like, okay, then he's, like, yep, great, great talking to you, hope I was helpful, if anyone needs anything, here's my number, he gives you a card, he's, like, just let me know, now I'll make my way off. Um, so yeah, the guys, and, um, you go up, uh, I assume to the main counter. Yes. No. Yeah. To check in whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um, you walk in, there's a ludicrously gorgeous young lady who's like, uh, guten tag. Do you have a reservation? Uh, yes, indeed. He pulls out like a piece of paper that's got like the, I guess, the reservation information on it. Okay. Uh, she takes it uh, and she's like, Ah, welcome in, uh, Mr. Dashiell. We have your room ready, uh, as long as, as well as your compatriots. Uh, if uh, you are all ready, uh, we will have the bellhops take your luggage upstairs. Uh, he says, "If if we uh, need anything and we call, we'll get you." And he kind of like winks at her. Uh, she blushes some and says, uh, "If you call the desk, I'll probably answer." Huh. Okay. And he just nods his head and waits for the other two. Um, oh, okay. so you just did your own reservation? Uh, technically, she's like processing all of you. They were all kind of together-ish. Um, so you don't have to do anything, but she'll have your keys ready and everything. Okay. So yeah, I'll step up and take my key and, uh, yeah, I slip it into my steampunk breast pocket with like a, you know, cool metal button on it. Okay. Anyone else take his card? Randy will take his card too. He doesn't, he's not saying much. Okay. Uh, in this case, actual keys, not cards. Um, just so you know. Physical like old old keys. Um, the the bellhops are ready. They know what your rooms are. They tell you your room numbers. Obviously, there's Wi-Fi, all that stuff. But as you are turning, I assume to follow them to your room, uh, a rather tall man in very very nice uh, dress, uh, definitely a custom tailored suit. Um, walks up uh, very uh, properly to you and says, ah, new guests, am I correct? 
Uh, indeed, we have just recently arrived. Please, let me introduce myself. My name is Friedrich Schelling. I am the owner and general manager of the hotel. My family has owned this property for hundreds of years. I would like to assure you that your stay must be extremely uh, enjoyable. If there's anything that I can do to make your stay more enjoyable, please let me know. Otherwise, I hope you have a wonderful time in uh, my property. There's guides in your room for everything available. And of course, uh, every evening, uh, dinner is served from seven to nine. And of course, the, uh, what's the word for you? The party, uh, the celebration uh, goes on well until everyone's ready to stop. So it's quite a time. Everyone enjoys it greatly. Uh, and if there's anything I can do, please, again, let me know. He, he inclines his head to him, and he looks past him to the woman working at the desk and says, uh, the hotel is beautiful, making eye contact with yeah. her. She, 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 kind of, she, like, she kind of blushes and like looks down a little. Like, uh... yeah, I, just, I tip my head to Schilling and say, it's quite a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Schilling. I'm sure our stay will be magnificent. Randy, anything? Or? Uh, you know what? I think Randy would just kind of give him a slight nod, like not not super approving, but just enough to be like, you know, thank you, but not not sure. in a obviously warming way. Sure. A curt um, acknowledgement of his existence. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Uh, I, I, I guess if you're heading off, are you heading off toward the rooms then? Uh, yeah, I think so. Probably right. I mean, uh, as you're as you're getting ready to walk by, uh, Shelling is like, ah, I must say, this is a fantastic cloak. You'll have to give me the name of your tailor. Is this custom? Yeah, yes, indeed, it is. This is this tailor is uh, it's a gentleman, a private gentleman, on Gloucester Street in Boston. Uh, he he he. He keeps to himself mostly. It's, it's quite an eccentric. Uh, however, I am one of, I would imagine, about six clients, and I would be more than happy to pass your information on to him. He doesn't use email or telephone. He's very eccentric, but I could personally. If you could make an introduction, I, I will say, I have anything you want at the hotel is obviously yours. Uh, but I will say, this is exquisite workmanship, something I have not seen in quite a long time. I would appreciate the introduction if possible. It would be my pleasure. Ah, oh, sir, you are too good. You are too good to me, Mr. Randall. Anything you can do, please let me know personally. I'll let you go to your room, though. Everyone can freshen up. Uh, there's plenty of time before dinner. Well, thank you. We look uh, forward to our stay here. He bows uh, and then, tell you know, rushes the bell hops to take your stuff. Aaron reaches out his hand to shake because he wants to get a look at the wrist. Okay. Uh, he shakes her hand. Uh, he does not have any tattoo on the wrist. Okay. And uh, do you want to call it there? Sure. Yeah, as the, as the elevator the room. Kinda yep. closed behind us, yeah. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for, for watching. Uh, again, as always, likes and subscribes, reviews, comments, all that stuff is awesome. Um, 
we obviously have coffee for sale. Uh, there's a link in the show notes. The coffee's awesome. Uh, we hope that you uh, would check it out if you're a coffee aficionado. And our other sponsor is Thing 12 Games, new to the show, started in October. Uh, Sean and Sean have been on the show. Uh, well, Sh- Sean Harrell's only been on once. The other Sean's been on a bunch of times. They've got some really cool, uh, more light filler type games. Uh, inexpensive. You've got the uh, the pirate, the uh, pirates. There's the Dice of series. You've got Dice of Crowns and Dice of Pirates. Uh, they've got Seals of Cthulhu, which I just got an update for today. Uh, production is well underway. Hopefully, we'll be getting that soon. Uh, you also have Click Click Boom, which is a uh, social deduction game with cute little furry uh, woodland animals who are playing Russian roulette, essentially. Sounds weird, I know. It's a really fun game. It's pretty cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. They probably have other things, too, that are not occurring to me at the moment. But awesome dude, small company. Uh, and again, if you use code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. And uh, we appreciate it if you uh, also patronize the sponsors because it helps yeah, them. patronize the shit out of them. Yeah. <laughs> order all the things. It's almost Christmas. Just do it. <laughs> or just yell at them patronizingly. <laughs> Follow us on, on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. We're all over the place. Uh, Brett's. Uh, got his own uh, music business as well. Uh, there are links for, for Brett's stuff in the show notes on the MP3s because Brett actually does our uh, intro music. Uh, and Kurt is uh, on the MFG cast. So check out the MFG cast as well. Uh, he's doing an awesome job over there too. So uh, thanks for watching all the things and liking all the stuff. And we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. You guys know. You guys know um, what the what the Wendigo's favorite, favorite color is. I'm scared to ask what. <laughs> Indigo. Zing. Where did John go? What's happening? I, I had to, to do the blinds. I'm being blinded. Oh, over here. Gotcha. Um, I, so thought yeah. you left I thought you left because that joke was so terrible. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I mean, so great. It was so great. All right. Um, I need to grab something to drink and probably something to eat real quick. That's like a snacky snack. So can we take a fiver? Sure. Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> I wish. By the way, don't don't tell don't tell my wife. But I got some. Pipe tobacco cigars that I'm gonna try. <laughs> I love pipe tobacco. It's like a hug. I like I always said, pipe tobacco smells like a warm hug. And so it's a cigar, so you don't need to have the actual pipe. It smells delicious, by the way. I'll let you know how it is, but I'm not smoking it right now. I'm just getting a drink. Okay. If it's great, I'm gonna get sponsored by him, by the way. <laughs> I hope so. Somebody needs to give us some money. I, I smoke pipes. I have a pipe collection. Do you? Yeah. Not like all the time. You know, it's, if you smoke that stuff all the time, like you can't even taste food anymore. You know what I mean? Like these people that like smoke cigars or smoke pipes that constantly, it's like, ugh. It's like, and you don't inhale. You know what I mean? So I don't care what anybody says. If you just smoke that stuff once in a while, it doesn't hurt you. You're not inhaling the smoke. It's not, you know. Well, but, same thing uh, with a cigar, I guess, right? It's more of a puff. You're not really... Not inhaling yeah. like a cigarette. But again, you know, you got these people, if they're like constantly smoking cigars like every day, that's just, you know, that's bad. But 
once in a while, it's not too bad. It's more like a, I thought maybe it should be like a hobby, not a habit, you know? Hmm. But yeah, I got pipes. Yeah, I'll show you one. I got one right here. You have any, you have any weird hobbies, Kurt, <laughs> that you'd like to share? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have any good hobbies. This is my hobby. This is a good hobby. Mm-hmm. I concur. <laughs> I used to it's smoke complete. cigars every once in a while, and I like that, but it gets yeah, a little older as well sometimes. Nice. That's some sure like Holmes bullshit right there. It's, it's like an old man. It's, it's a good Stanwell. It's a Stanwell pipe. Yeah, it looks like Stanwell a really like well a, made one. Yeah, it's a Danish. Uh, Stanwell's a Danish company. <laughs> nice. You should pretend like you're a Danish uh, uh, pipe guy or something, maybe. That'll be your uh, alter ego. Yeah, I can call myself uh, Professor uh, Jacques Randall. Nice. Nice. There you go. Well, not, not, not where I thought this episode was going to go at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said I was sorry for doing that before, but I'm totally not sorry for doing that. That was a good little moment. <laughs> and, and we didn't even have to plan anything it just happened i know <laughs> and the funny thing is is we can't we can't really play off of that while neil's gone because it's just going to be silence that's all it's yeah, going to be pretty much know, driving like, in silence while we wait to get to edward you know it's aaron humming in the car <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> everything's okay right guys yeah <laughs> How about that Pirates game, huh, guys? Yeah, guys, right? <laughs> Base, baseball game? <laughs> oh, well, at least this is just one big chunk I can edit out all yeah, in one yeah. shot. <laughs> yep, no kidding. I tell you what, I slaughtered the uh, the Cypher system game I just edited for, for Monday and Tuesday. It's like whole chunks, whoosh, 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 cutting them all uh. out. Yeah. How, how much? How many hours do you think you spend a week on this kind of stuff, like the editing and the, the, the viewing and all I, I was keeping track for a while. It, it's upwards. It's so it depends on the week and and how much I can. Like sometimes I'll do more than one episode, but anywhere between ten and say like twenty five, thirty hours a week between, you know, gaming and research and interviews and editing and posting and you know. Doing, doing all the things that that make the the podcast run. That's <laughs> yeah, a part time job. Yeah, I mean, editing by itself. If I'm just doing one episode, like of an AP, uh, maybe three to yeah. four hours. Bless you. Thank you. The interviews are are much quicker. Um, yeah. yeah, especially if I'm doing them. Yeah, because if something doesn't stick out, it'd be like, oh, somebody lost connection or someone's kid yeah. ran in. Like, if nothing happened, you just level it, compress it, throw the bumpers on it, upload it. Like, that's easy. Yep. Um, you know, when, when Leah does stuff, if if I haven't caught any of it, like, I'll usually just send her an email and be like, hey, is this good to go? Is there anything, like, should I listen? Is there anything that needs to be cut? And if she's unsure, you know, or if maybe she's like, well, yeah, you might want to listen. They all go through it, but there's less to cut out of an interview than there is for AP because you know in AP there's a lot of ums and ahs, and, you know things like this or somebody's got to get up or you know, whatever. Like there's just a lot more side chatter and things that have to be, or I feel mm-hmm. like should be edited out. And then the sound effects oh, yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. Oh, and plus your plus your your 
recording for longer too. So yeah, that yeah. takes a long time to do that. Yeah, if you're, even if you're doing it in an hour chunks. Yeah, we usually do about an, about an hour and a half because we normally play close to three ish hours. Yeah. So each each episode release is about an hour and a half, hour and fifteen. You know, it depends. It makes sense. Yeah. That's why I think. Okay. It's the not fun part. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, looked at any stats like from like the Apple Podcast stat things where it like tells you the average time listened to and stuff like that? Like, do people listen through the whole way? Uh, I just looked at that today for our stuff. It was not good. (laughs) (laughs) I know Apple's doing the stuff now, and I haven't looked at at their specific metrics. Like, I just usually, I'll go through SoundCloud because it will give me, like, top top listeners, top downloads, you know, countries, you know, cities, stuff where stuff's being downloaded as far as how long it's being listened to, I don't know. It just registers it as a play. Yeah. So, like, YouTube will tell you, like, mm-hmm. what the average length someone has watched your videos. Right. Made me sad. And <laughs> then Apple does the same thing now. Oh, which made me sad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, anyway. 23 yeah. seconds is not a good average. <laughs> anything. You can't even like that's like oh I accidentally downloaded this let me turn it yeah. off. At one point I literally was like do we do we have a theme song on the YouTube videos cuz that's longer than that. But we yeah. don't. So it's just us. Yeah. Fuck that like, hey, music. Hey, this is Neil and the Two Black Guys podcast. Oh, I hate that. Black. Oh, hey. hey. That fucking guy again. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this guy on everything? <laughs> yeah, it was sad. I, mean, I, was, I didn't care for it. <laughs> look at it. Shouldn't look at it. I'm surprised. So surprised. Okay. Uh, are we resuming? Yes. Yes. It's a silent, quiet, quiet, quiet yeah, quiet, okay. quiet ride to meet Dickwad. John, cut all this out. 